Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-host, Jessica Delisle. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, welcome yourself. Thank you. It's nice to be welcomed for a change. Yeah. Um, we have a first-time guest. It's the first time. It's a big deal. <laughs> uh, he's, a, he's a comedian. He's a writer. He's a podcaster. It's Jordan Morris. Hi, and Alicia, welcome to your podcast. Jessica, <laughs> you. welcome to Thank your you. podcast. Thank you. That Thank really you. It means a lot. Thank you. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I'm glad you're here on your own show. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's nice for us. I, I just feel like it's time that we finally introduced our third host, which is Jordan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm uh, just learning this now that I've apparently committed <laughs> to 500 plus episodes of the show going forward. Um, it was a shock, but you know what? I'm thrilled. You know what? You've got enough. You've got enough time to take on another project. Absolutely. And I think these these past two minutes have gone so well. I think it I think it, it suggests a wonderful working relationship moving forward. Well, you've actually been here during all the recordings of the previous three hundred and four episodes, but you just like you weren't ready to get on mic. I wasn't quite. I'm a little shy. Jordan Morris Wallflower. I'm a shrinking violet type. What I would do is I would sit, you know, outside the recording booth and <laughs> And have one ear, one hand on my headphone, and I would slide the volume up and then give you guys a big thumbs up when it's going well. And then two big thumbs down mm, when it's bad. No. Is that a lot of those? We got yeah, a lot I have of a very those. expressive yeah. face so you could Boo. see, you could feel how I was feeling through the soundproof yeah. glass. It's like the comedy now, and tragedy masks. Mm -hmm. Jordan, yes. you live in California. I do. I live in California. Uh, I, I relocated recently from Los Angeles proper to Pasadena, which is a oh. suburb of Los Angeles. Now, what are the advantages? Bigger places, better rent? Uh, yeah. The, the, so the rent was a little nicer. Uh, air conditioning was a big one. Oh. I, oh, wow. for eight-ish years, lived in a no-air-conditioning apartment, Shit. and it was a lovely place. I liked it a lot. Great location. But, oh, boy, I, I was... I was yeah, just dreading doing another hot, hot summer. Um, and not a hot girl summer, just a regular hot summer. <laughs> just moist. Yeah. Just a, yeah, yeah a moist what? man summer. <laughs> you have a hot girl summer and then you have a moist man summer. That's, and that's every just, summer for me. Yeah. Moist man summer with Jordan Morris. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's not sexy. It's me just applying various <laughs> powders to my crevasses. Yeah, you got um, to. Got to stop so, the yeah. chase. I, uh, yeah, so yeah, I, I moved with the kind of goal of having air conditioning and uh, Pasadena came a calling. Amazing. Oh, lovely. It sounds very nice. I love air conditioning. We don't really need it out here because yeah. we only have like a couple of weeks of really hot weather. Um, but I do love it when I, when I get a taste of sweet, sweet air conditioning. Mm, and nice, I don't it? need one. I live in a really cool apartment. It's ground floor. It's very shady. But um, I'm, a, I'm a real air conditioning pusher. As a uh, ex-Montrealer, I'm like, why don't you just get an air conditioner? I'll say it like 500 times a summer and no one gets one. Yeah, I don't no, know. I'm sorry to hear that. Do you like to blast it when you get in a hotel? Uh, yeah. Like, I like being, I like aircon. Like, if it's a really hot place and then you go into air conditioning, I love it. I like to blast it when I get into a hotel, if you know what I mean. <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a graduate of Finger Blast Academy. I don't know if you know this about me. 
Jessica gave that. a, I should, for the people just listening to this, <laughs> uh, which is everyone, yeah. I think, Jessica did give two very timid shockers when she said she likes blasting. I was surprised by that. Like in 300 and some episodes, I don't think I've ever seen you do anything quite like oh, that. Oh, come on. I've seen different things. I've <laughs> seen a lot of different things. I feel like I've And I have my own go-tos, but. I've definitely done the shocker. It's hard. To, I haven't done that hand motion in a while. I'm like, oh, yeah. this feels like a. I, I don't have the muscle memory. <laughs> yeah, sure. The the two in the pink is easy, but the one in the stink, that, that yeah, really it's, is, it's tough to. Yeah, I mean, I, I've got the like live long and prosper hand down. Mm-hmm. That's like, yeah, since your Vulcan birth. is great. Yeah. My Spider-Man's pretty strong, too. Nice. <laughs> yeah. This is really Good whip. Good whip. A, not a not a visual medium. <laughs> we need to remind ourselves every week. <laughs> nope. Audio hand gestures. <laughs> I thought this was a TV show. Oh boy! It could so, be yeah. one day. I mean, I save I save the video recordings every every time I record. So one day, you know, once my hard drive is unearthed, maybe this will be the number one show in America. What's left of it, right? Yeah. So, sorry, no offense, Jordan. No, no, it's it's going down any day now. <laughs> You're right. I have uh, some coworkers that work and live around LA, and sounds like things are really getting back to normal. Uh, is that yeah. an illusion that I'm just picking up through people's Instagram accounts? No, yeah, things are a little more normally here. People are getting vaxxed. Our tier system is moving from bad colors to less bad colors. Um, I think we're <laughs> headed for the yellow tier, I think, mm, which is piss. which is like yeah, yeah piss piss, the piss tier. <laughs> <laughs> the golden showers tier. Yes, we'll all be showered with That's the, the first thing you're society. allowed to do when you get yeah. back into dating. You can get right. go to golden showers, and then eventually you'll get to intercourse. Ugh, that's the dream. On my wedding night. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta save it. Yeah, you gotta save something. You're like, listen, we're just dating, so let's just... Yeah. Pee. If you want if you want to do something <laughs> other than pee on me, you gotta put a ring on it. Yeah. <laughs> gotta put a ring through the stream. <laughs> right. Oh, whoa. That's yeah. hard. Yeah, it is. Like, it just has to match perfectly? Yeah. It's like it's a... Hard. It's like some sort of agility thing. Um, Yeah, a lot of people I know in the States are getting their second dose around now and it's very exciting. Yeah, it's it's neat. I don't want to I don't want to gloat too much because I know that that you that you folks are having a little bit of a harder time with it. I'm actually I'm working with many Canadians who are having a a tough time of it. So I, uh, you know, usually you guys can just lord your superior (laughs) (laughs) medical shit over us. But. In this case, ours seems to be moving a little faster. But uh, yeah, no, I, I think so. I mean, I, I you know, cautious optimism, of course. And there's all these mutant strains and these teenagers not getting it because Joe Rogan's telling them not to. But, uh, you know. Any teen who's into Joe Rogan, like, what's that all about? Like, there's so many cooler people to be into. <laughs> they just loved news radio, I think. I mean, didn't yeah, they of all? course, that was it. That's how we. That was the entry point for Joe Rogan's sense of humor. Um, <sighs> I saw. I don't know a lot about Joe Rogan because why would I? But I did see a clip someone shared yesterday on Twitter of Bill Burr giving him a hard time, and because I've only like listened to maybe one of his podcasts about mushrooms i think it's about mushrooms (laughs) only because this guy that is interesting was on it uh about like kind of the healing properties of mushrooms was it paul stamets yeah it turns out (laughs) some of the stuff he said was like just not true but uh 
it was Bill Burr and uh, just giving him a hard time. And I realized like, oh, yeah, this Joe Rogan just says all of this for attention and for money. Like he knows he's being an asshole. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and it was just seeing like two people that knew each other well enough giving each other the gears to see like, oh, he's just thriving on this attention. Like that open mic comic that's like, yeah, rape joke or whatever. Sure. Put all the homeless people on a bus and send it to the moon. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I want to go to the moon. Come on. Well, be cool. there's a bus coming. <laughs> have you have you seen that movie where they take a bus to the moon? It's called Nothing moon Lasts bus? Forever. <laughs> no. It's like a movie that was fully made, but I don't think it was ever released. It's got like, uh, oh, what's his name? Zach Galligan? Is that his name? From, uh, mm, I know him. From, he's the lead guy from uh, Gremlins. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, it's all in black wow. and white, and it's very like, it's an American arty movie, like from the, you know, 80s, trying to be like, hey, look, it's weird and you know, surrealist, but they'd go on a bus to the moon and it's pretty cool. The moon is kind of cool. Yeah. It's on Sounds YouTube. Nice. You can watch it. It's uh, I recommend it, but also I haven't seen it in a really long time. So maybe it doesn't hold up. I don't know. I'm sure it's still uh, great. This um, has been Jessica's movie corner. <laughs> yeah. So Jordan, outside of this being Jessica's movie corner, uh, tiny tubs for tabbies. Is that <laughs> the other thing we were talking about before we went yeah. on air? We had a pretty great, we had a pretty great <laughs> pre-podcast riff. Um, someone mentioned that they could kind of see my cat behind me. Um, I said that she is behind me and she's having a little bath. And then the riff got going. It, it was zigged, good. It was good. <laughs> zagged one up, tagging the joke. And eventually we came to the lovely alliteration, tiny tubs for tabbies. Mm-hmm. For teeny tabbies. <laughs> Teen, t- tiny tubs for teeny tabbies. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, you'll just have to, you'll just have to take our word for it. Yeah. Uh, tell I us a little oh. Go ahead, Jessica. I was just going to say, I would love to have like a little, a little tub, like on the side of my tub. So when I'm in the bath, like a little cat could just be like doing their thing. And it doesn't even have to have water in it. It could just be like their little zone to like bathe themselves. I think a cat would love that. Yeah. Cause they love onto something. You've got a good product idea. Like playing with fire and just like sitting right on the edge. So right. Yes. exactly. Playing with water, I guess. Sure, which is their fire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and fire is their ice. <laughs> this is all cat math. Yeah. yeah. And like connecting all the dots in my head with the red string. Right, yes. And then yeah. the cat comes along and plays with the string. Oh, it's dangerous mm. though. But yeah, I think Tiny Tubs for Teeny Tabbies is, you know, it's it's a great business idea, I think. if So if anybody out there is like a venture capitalist, maybe if any of the sharks from Shark Tank are listening, mm-hmm. yeah, let us know. We'd love to get in the tank and and, and, and pitch this sucker. <laughs> get in the tank, yeah. pitch the tub. We get yeah. a finder's fee, though. Not much. Yeah. <laughs> we found this invention. We discovered it in our minds. Yeah. yeah. Can other... I think people will be worried, though, that, um, you know, obviously Tabby for the alliteration works great. But, you but know, tuxedos are also welcome. Tuxedos. Yeah. <laughs> um, but not Siamese's and Sorry. not. Uh, what are some Gin- other kinds of cats? Ginger loaves. No ginger loaf. <laughs> no ginger loaves. My mom just got a Himalayan cat. So that. Nope. No Sorry. Tubs. Sorry. No tubs. no tubs for you. 
No tubs for you. Life's not fair. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well, life ain't fair, and the Himalayan <laughs> needs to fucking learn that. There's not yeah. a participation trophy, Snowflake. I learned this all from Joe Rogan. <laughs> this would be the tagline for the product. Life's not fair. <laughs> Just <laughs> <laughs> Tiny tubs for teeny tabbies. Colon, life's not fair. I love this. <laughs> Death light. comes for us all. <laughs> There's no meaning and it's all chaos. Tiny tubs for teeny tabbies. <laughs> <laughs> then just holds on a shot of a cat licking its butthole. Right. Perfect. And that's the commercial. Boom, oh, sold in the room. Well, that's our podcast. Thanks for being on. It's <laughs> yeah. been great having you, Jordan. It's been a lot of fun. Oh, boy. Well, we're at 826. Should we do a round of retail nightmares? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I mean, that's perfect time. We like to start with the guest. Yeah. Yes. Want to tell us a retail dream, a retail nightmare, a retail experience? It's up to you. I know you worked at a toy store. I did. Yeah, I worked one of my like high school jobs that um, was also a like seasonal job when I like came home from college was um, I worked at a toy store called Play Company (laughs) or Play Co. You know, if you were... If you were in the know, you called it Playco. <laughs> and yeah, it, it was a pretty fun job. We wore uh, we wore long sleeve denim shirts. Okay. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, it was, uh, I was looking good while I was <laughs> moving those G.I. Joes. Uh, yeah, so I really liked it when I could work the video game counter. Um, mm. Like, you know, we would kind of rotate where we worked and, uh, you know, I... Love to play video games, so like getting to like have a position of video game authority was very thrilling to me, yeah. and I really felt like I did a good job of like talking parents out of bad games. Um, <laughs> like I really dissuaded a lot of parents from buying like fishing games for their kids. You're doing the Lord's work. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, exactly. And uh, in hindsight, was I imposing my own taste onto these kids I had never met? Yes, I was. Absolutely. But I like to think that I, I did more good than harm in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. And you probably staved what could have been a lifelong passion for fishing. And as we know, there's really no need. No, Think of all the fish not. you saved. Yeah. <laughs> they, yes, exactly. I was saving fish <laughs> because saving kids fish. weren't getting into it via video games. They weren't getting into it. Both real and virtual. Can you remember what you recommended instead of fishing yeah, games? Yeah, what were your top picks? Oh, gosh, what was going on at the time? So, yeah, I mean, Zelda, never a bad recommendation. I like to think that I recommended the classics. Uh, Yeah, so this was PlayStation 2, maybe. So there was, let's see. Oh, I mean, this is the golden era of Crash Bandicoot. I don't know if you guys know about Crash Bandicoot. Oh, yeah. uh, Crash, full effect at this point. Nice. Former guest Alex Hudson uh, is a is a pro at Crash Bandicoot, and uh, for his birthday, I made him a special like Wampa fruit cocktail. That was Ooh. just it was like ice cream and I think whiskey, and then I like slammed a whole apple on the side of it. <laughs> Wait, ice cream and whiskey and an apple. He has very he has a sweet tooth and like yeah. doesn't really like drinking that much, so you really have to disguise the alcohol sure. with yeah. a lot of sugar. 
Um, but then, yeah, I had these tiny little apples that I found that looked the most like a wampa fruit as possible. And I just, I think I made it in like a metal thermos. So it had like a sh- sort of sharp edge. And so I like slammed it on the edge as if it was like a citrus garnish. <laughs> that sounds awesome. That sounds really good. Yeah. Ice cream and whiskey sounds delicious. Yeah. You can't uh, go wrong. Yeah. I, uh, I wrote a little bit of the dialogue for Crash Bandicoot 4. Wow. Oh, cool. Yeah. That is very cool. <laughs> it was really neat. Very fun to work with Crash and Coco and, yeah. you Were know, you Cortex, <laughs> the whole gang. Yeah. I mean, and they're great. They're so fun. So game. So game. They just want to try stuff, you know? That's awesome. Wow. And, you know, and yeah, there's a lot of people at that level, um, you know, they get, they're just there for the paycheck, but not Crash and Coco. They're, yeah. um, they haven't checked out. They just love to play. <laughs> they love to play. Love to jump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They love to run away from the camera yeah. and jump. And jump. Yeah. That game is like, I am not coordinated enough for any of those kind of games. I, I love watching them. I love watching other people play, but I just get on there and immediately find new and very creative ways to die. <laughs> <laughs> They're tough. Those, those bones in particular are tough games. Yeah. I didn't grow up with video games, so I'm still like at a disadvantage to most of my peers. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. But yeah, at, at the play company, the, the, I, I will always remember the soundtrack was, um, it was a, an album of Disney, of Disney dance remixes. So it was like, Disney songs from like an Aladdin or a Lion King, but kind of through filtered through the sensibility of the like late nineties, like techno music, like, like um, Euro pop, like a Venga bus type sound. Yeah. I don't know if that is Euro pop, but a like, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of like someone rhythmically playing the whistle. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, and yeah, it was, uh, it, it was, it was probably the most annoying constant soundtrack you could ever yeah. ask for. I don't Inescapable. know. Inescapable. You know. Yeah. I don't think we can argue that. It sounds really bad. Yeah. I mean, part of me is curious and kind of wants to look it up and listen to it because it might, like, now out of context, might be up my alley. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And, yeah, I don't know if you maybe you uh, if you want to do do some party drugs and listen to. Yeah, uh, I kind of do. A, uh, happy House remake of um, Can You Feel the Love Tonight? I yeah, and I'm like oh. I can feel the love. I can feel it everywhere. Look, <laughs> it's I on this towel. Smell, <laughs> I can see the love. I can smell it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I uh, my husband and I have like a a side project that sort of sounds like the, the Venga boys. Okay. <laughs> so, so it's like really easy to make music that sounds like that. Cause I think it's just like seeped into our DNA. So part of mm. me is like curious about like, maybe I can pick up some tips for our next single. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. Thanks for the, thanks for the hot tip. No, no problem. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get on you. If I get, I'll get on YouTube and see if I can find the one that was playing. I, I would recognize it instantly and I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you. Um, Jessica, do you have a retail nightmare? I do have a retail nightmare and uh, it's an ongoing saga where I am the customer or potential customer. I'm trying to be a customer trying to buy a dang bra and it's real hard to do during this really fun pandemic we're going through. Update us on your on your tits, Ling. 
it's it's just like an ongoing thing. I bought some online that, you know, I've been doing like research on Instagram stories, asking people what they like, what they don't like. And then I like gathered that all up. It must by at this point, I'm so sick of even thinking about bras. It's been hours and hours and hours of research. And even one of my friends, because I sort of like gave my feedback once I got it because people were wondering what all of the suggestions I was going to be getting. And one of my friends, a uh, former guest who shall not be named, messaged me and was like, stop posting about bras too much. <laughs> like, this feels <laughs> weird. It feels like too personal. And I was like, I will post whatever I want. It's 2021. You know, half of the world wears bras. They suck. And like, it's so hard. So I finally was like, I'm sick of feeling uncomfortable. I'm going to go to a store and try them on in person. Good for you which felt like a sort of last resort, honestly, at this point. And so, yeah, my retail nightmare is that I went into a store and I tried on bras for 45 minutes and not a single one fit. And I had to leave and it was very frustrating. And I'm pretty sure all the women who worked at the store hated me. <laughs> so Meh. it's yeah. really tough. It- is it, uh, I don't listen. I, and I don't know a lot about this topic. <laughs> You're uh, find you two out. are the first women I've ever talked to. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, I'm finding it fascinating <laughs> and I hope to do it more in the future. Yeah. We wish you luck. <laughs> is this a, a, you're looking for just an everyday yeah. wear it around thing? Just like something that fits. I don't sure. need anything fancy. I don't need the, oh my gosh, the place I went to, I, didn't have high expectations, but I mean, that's sort of my whole deal in life is I try and keep my expectations low. That way you're never disappointed. Uh, but this place, I went in there and a bunch of their bras had front fastens. Like most most bras have like the hook, hook and loop, normal, regular, standard fasteners in the back. But this one had some front fastening bras that fastened with magnets. <laughs> wow. <That's> so dumb. <laughs> Futuristic. Yeah. What and if I, you're kissing somebody with braces? <laughs> well, that's sure. what I was thinking. Like, I was like, there's so many things that would get stuck to this knowing me. And then also they were strong magnets, but they like in just moving around, I could make it pop open. And I was like, well, this is just like a recipe for anxiety 24 seven, especially once I start like reintegrating socially to just like always be worried that like the magnets could disengage. Sure. <laughs> or I mean, they could, get, they could get hypercharged and then you just bottle caps will be flying at you. Yeah. <laughs> and change and. <laughs> or like the first thing that I thought is like, what if I swallow these? And then like they reattach inside of me and it tears up my guts. And then I was like, yeah, what's that's wrong a valid, with me? That's a valid yeah. concern. I've never swallowed any part of my bras. <laughs> so anybody that has a pacemaker can't have one of these bras. Number one. Oh, you couldn't wear it. Probably couldn't wear it through security without having to get beeped. Oh, yeah. Yeah. On all the flights I'm getting on these days. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for future future flights, you might mess up your credit cards or like your hotel oh, yeah, keys would become sure. demagnetized. Totally. Yeah. I'd have to keep them in those dorky little sleeves all the time. That really yeah, responsive yeah. people, responsive people, responsible people use but now they're called responsive people <laughs> anyway it's i mean obviously it's like a slow news day over here but it was just and i was already having a bad day and i was like you know what it can't get any worse right might as well and i was like i've got nothing to lose and then i was like well i just lost an hour of my life and you left empty-handed yeah i never do that 
and again, uh, new to women over here, so <laughs> this might be a dumb question. How how much assistance do you need? Like how what is a what is a clerk doing for you in this in this shopping trip? In this store, because there was so few customers in there at at a time, there was like more than one person per customer, like offering assistance. But I am quite stubborn and like don't mind grabbing sizes myself. Uh, and I'm shy. So I'm just like, I don't know. I don't want you to see me <laughs> in my bra <laughs> lady who I just met. Um, but they kept asking and then it was just, it was overwhelming. And then they were like, we're closing soon. I was like, I know I'm sorry. And then I was just like, ah, and I just like ran out of there feeling bad. That sucks, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. And in a lot of those stores, like they need to like measure you so they can recommend things. That's the thing. I've measured myself so many times and like, I know what my measurements are, but, and I don't think I'm like an unusual size. They have a chart of like, if you're this size here and this size here, like you follow the two axes and you, you find your size in the middle and like there, it's this grid. My measurements, if you follow them together, they uh, get to a box that is blank and there is no size. <laughs> and I'm like, how is that possible? Like I exist. I am a size. I, I, I have such bad luck with online clothes shopping. I don't mm-hmm. know if I am an odd shape, but yeah, I everything is either a little too long or something. I can't imagine having to like online shop for something yeah. intimate, you know, yeah. like that. That just seems like that just you that requires a store. Yeah. And I want to go to one of those places where there's like the older ladies who just like take one look at you and they're like, I know exactly what you need. Because I've heard stories about that. And I even tried to go to one of those places today and I got there uh, right when they closed. They'd close at five o'clock. And I was like, whoops. (laughs) Yeah, there's places. There's a place like that in Vancouver I've been to. And it is near you. But it was like I just had to abandon all inhibition and let somebody basically come in and yeah. <laughs> yeah, really have a good look. At this point, I'm like, I'm past caring. But also that place is so fancy. Like all their bras are like at least $100. So I'm just like, Ugh. Now, all of my bras cost $100. I know. At least. And it's, it's the worst. Oh, yeah. Anyways, I agree. And I hate <laughs> these experiences. So keep me posted on everything bra. I'll update everyone. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. I'm hoping somebody does menstrual cups soon because I have no idea what to buy. <laughs> and I'm. Those are expensive purchases. I don't want to mess it up. That's a whole new world. (laughs) (laughs) That one I really want to listen to and I hope it exists. Oh, well. Yeah, maybe it was good now that I'm remembering it. I mean, I I guess I hated it at the time, but maybe it was good and I was lucky to be there constantly hearing it. (laughs) Okay, but what bands were you into at the time? Like... Were you into? Oh, yeah, sure. So this is late high school, early college. So this is like I still uh, there's still a lot of punk rock in the rotation. There's still a lot of your Green Day, No Effects, Distillers type stuff. And yeah. then, you know, maybe early college. So some of your indie rocks are starting to seep in your Smiths. Postal service, weaker vans type yeah. stuff. So you were uh, like not going to be caught dead, like listening yeah. to. No, I was a I was a man with thoughts and feelings. <laughs> I'm not. 
there to just give in to the groove <laughs> and these shallow uh, Tim Rice lyrics. You're a cool guy in yes, your long sleeve denim anger shirt. And sadness. <laughs> <laughs> These feelings must be acknowledged. <laughs> I mean, I I like it all. I like I like Green Day, and I also like Vango Boys. Yeah, you know that's that's a now that's a package tour they should do, right? Oh, I would be into that. Yeah, I would be there in the front row, <laughs> just like on MDMA, being like, I can't feel the love. <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> they played this song during graduation. Oh, yeah, they did for sure. And of course they played the Venga bus during my graduation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I go to post a story on um, Instagram and if I like ever want to add music to it, there's like a section in there for like songs recommended for you. And the top one is forever Venga boys. <laughs> like we like to party. Huh. And I'm like, I mean, you're not wrong. Sometimes I do choose that. I am. I'm very new to Instagram, so I'm learning about all the like things you can do. And I have. I don't think I've successfully learned how to like skillfully integrate music and uh, little anime stickers and things like that. (laughs) I just was posting a bunch about a fundraiser that the podcast had. So I was trying to like keep it interesting, like posting every other day and like you know, making it visually interesting and like adding music so people would like actually watch them. So I really, I feel like that was a crash course for me for like actually yeah, learning. Yeah, you're our social media manager. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I want to tell my retail nightmare. Yes, let's hear it. Um. So uh, as discussed on last week's podcast, we have two major pharmacies here in Vancouver. One is London Drugs. Jessica's not a fan. I'm a huge fan. And Shoppers Drug Mart. Both of us are fans of Shoppers. And that's where I get my medication renewed. And every month when I'm down to one last pill, I remember, oh, shit. <laughs> and then I'll look at my bottle and I'll say zero refills. Oh, no. And I'll call Shoppers Drug Mart and then they'll call my doctor's office and get my prescription refilled for me without me having to book an appointment, which is great. And I really value that service. And then they text me when it's ready. And it's always ready within the same day. And since COVID restrictions have happened, Shoppers has been like even more important in the rotation life. You know, it's where we get toilet paper if there's any available. Uh, It's where I look for bleach. There's never any to buy. But it's a great place and I really love it. And the people that work there are so nice. But at the pickup and drop off counters at the pharmacy, there's so many barriers like plastic plexiglass barriers. And the staff is working so hard that they can't see people when they're waiting And so I don't want to say anything because they're working so hard. So I just stand there. I think I was standing there like just quietly for 10 minutes (laughs) the other day. And I also had like this huge thing of like things I didn't need to buy but wanted to buy. And you can no longer buy for them at the pharmacy anymore because it's it's too much work. They've just made this tiny little hole to pass you the earth. Yeah, it's just a it's like a glory hole, but just for (laughs) for pills, one pill slid through. (laughs) Yeah, and then you put your bubble on the other side and they push, they push it in. Yeah, it's um, just for suppositories. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, the mouth hole is on the other side of the store. Sorry. This is a different line. This is uh, butt only. Oh, no. <laughs> I wonder if I could take this medication through my butt. I bet you could. Yeah, I can call, I'm going to call and ask tomorrow. I'm sure that's what they want to hear. And uh, yeah, so just out of politeness, I end up waiting there for so long and then when they finally see me they feel terrible and then also annoyed that I didn't say anything but I mean I have 10 minutes what else am I doing yeah yeah thinking about suppositories (laughs) oh man 
I know the like awkwardness that COVID brings to retail experiences is uh, is off the charts. And I would say the worst part of this whole darn thing. <laughs> Absolutely. I, know, I can't think right? of anything worse. I, uh, I was doing I was in a coffee shop the other day and the coffee guy came around and he looked at me and I just started ordering. I'm like, uh, I'll take a small herbal. And then he interrupted me and he's like, I said, how are you? <laughs> and oh, boy. it was and I'm like, I think it's like I either didn't hear like it's hard to hear people through the mask. You don't see yeah. their lips moving. So obviously he had said, how are you? I just started talking and he was like, fuck this guy. Because it's probably like the 20th time it's happened that day. Yes, too. <laughs> totally. And I, I felt for him and I like kind of respected that he piped up, you know, and he you know, dude's just trying to have a good day at work. You want to chit chat a little bit, uh, you know, helps, helps the everything. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was tough, but it was just, I wanted to go like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I think you're good and we're the same and it's, I'm not, I, I'm happy to talk to you. I bet you're interesting, but I, I'm sorry. I think it's just the mask anyway. And how are you? How are you? (laughs) Did you say anything else or did you just stare at him? Uh, Oh, I said, oh, I'm, I'm good. Thanks for asking. And then continued to order. And then, yeah. You're like, I said, (laughs) I said, where's my herbal tea? I'd be a lot better if I could order. Yeah. I've been on both sides of that before uh, working retail for sure. Because also, like sometimes when people ask, how are you? And you actually respond and like reciprocate. They're like, what are you doing? Like sometimes how's it going is just like a way of saying hi. Totally. And if, you, like, yes, sure. if you actually respond, they're like, I don't care. And then you're like, I fall oh, for it all I the guess time. I'm an idiot. But Alicia, your your thing of like not being seen by the pharmacist because you're behind the barrier. Uh, welcome to my experience as a Both short person <laughs> pre and post pandemic. Yeah. Because like they just can't see me. And I actually went in there yesterday with Jay, my husband, who is like six, three. And I was like, Oh, this is so good. I'm coming in with him. We're going to get served right away. <laughs> and it happened. And I just had to go in there and like cancel, cancel a prescription. And I was like, that was so easy. And I like, didn't have the awkward, like, do they see me? Can they, should I move like a foot this way? Like, are they yeah. oh, they're just busy? Like, Yeah. Because even before the pandemic, they just have like privacy barriers mm-hmm. for like the different. Yeah. And I'm like, this is not built with a five foot tall person in mind. Yeah, it's hard. Like, I think being of shorter stature has like a lot of challenges in society. Oh, it's fine. It's kind of fun. But everybody's but- so much cuter. So I mean, I have that's to just the like use a stick to like knock things off of top shelves, and then sure. I catch them. I'm really good at catching them. You can sleep in a little walnut shell. That's fun. Oh uh-huh. yeah, little tiny with your tub. tail. <laughs> yeah, as my blanket. I've had two really like I've had I've had two roommates that were the same height as you, and I learned very quickly to not put things where I would normally put them because they couldn't reach them. Hmm. And I'm not yeah. that much. Yeah, I'm not very tall, but long ape-like arms though. I guess I've always just been fine with like climbing up on countertops to reach things, uh, mm-hmm. which, you know, Jay is always still like, do you want me to get that for you? And I'm like, no, I'm fine. Cause I've just like adapted to being like, Oh no, this is normal. <laughs> like I'm mm-hmm. standing on the counter. And one time, uh, one of our, our label mates's bands was recording here 
and I was just grabbing something or like organizing the cupboard. And she took a photo of me just like standing on the counter because I think I got a text while I was up there. So I was just like on my phone standing on the, the countertop. And then she posted it on Instagram and was like classic Jessica. And I was like, oh, I guess I, that's not normal. Huh? Just, <laughs> Whoops. Well, yeah, like it seems normal. Like I was doing something kind of dangerous when I was like doing a deep clean of the bathroom and I was balancing on the side of the tub where I normally keep my tiny tub for my tabby. For <laughs> yeah. your teeny tabby, sure, yes. Yeah, but I had taken it off because I didn't want to break it. And You're cleaning it. <laughs> and I had that moment where I was like, okay, I don't normally have to balance like this on things. I'm not a particularly graceful person. And my life flashed before my eyes, and I'm so concerned that when I pass, I'm going to pass in a really embarrassing way. <laughs> and that it will be like something my friends will be very sad about, but then at my funeral, we'll be like busting a gut. So I feel like it will pay off in some ways. But I had that moment where I was like, this is fucking dumb. Like I'm hanging off of a shower curtain rod, dusting really tall ceilings by myself. And this could end very badly. So I had a, a little taste of your life. What it's like to be you. Except I do not dust. <laughs> so that's where <laughs> yeah, we Yeah, really, I hate dusting. This was, it really had to be done. There was like one of those weird yeah. spider webs that was kind of blowing. Mm. Um, anyways, this is a fascinating story. Let's move <laughs> on to a segment. Yeah. Why don't we let the guests decide which one would you like to do, Jordan? Oh, um, uh, we have we have the do we have the red hot chili peppers segment queued up and rearing we, to go? We sure do. Sure. We, speaking of the music of the nineties, yeah, yeah, let's do it. How much money will you spend right now on the chili peppers? Give your credit card to me. Um, so I'm going to share my screen with both of y'all. So this segment, I think we've only done this segment once before. So this is a rare treat for all the mm -hmm. listeners. It's called How Much Money Will You Spend? right now on the Red Hot Chili Peppers. In this segment, I have curated a selection of various different items that could be purchased by our guest. Um, and they're all Red Hot Chili Peppers related. Um, so I've got five different items here and we're just going to go through them and uh, I'll describe them as best I can. And we can see if like we can make a, we can make a purchase okay. this evening. So Jordan, like would... Would you consider yourself a Red Hot Chili Peppers fan first first off before we get into it? Uh no. I mean they <laughs> they I would not consider myself a Red Hot Chili Peppers fan. They are they're in my brain certainly because mm -hmm. I think they were at their apex when I was like in high school. So it was, you know, all over the place. Everybody was listening to Californication. Mm -hmm. Their <laughs> album of California themed songs. Fornication. Themed. Sure, yeah. <laughs> we all thought that was a pretty clever. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. I Just still think it's very clever. I think of it every that day. In there. So yeah, but I, I whenever, you know, I hear one of the songs or have, you know, cause to remember it uh, remember it, I I always think like, oh, that that is that is not aged well. That is so yeah. of a time. It's so like, you know, White guy jam band. It's uh yes, it was an embarrassing time in music, and it continues. Yeah, are they still around? I feel like you. Oh you, yeah. Do they? I'm sure they do. They probably have a cruise. <laughs> oh, probably. 
probably many. But yeah, they're still like they played, I think like a couple years ago, they played at like the pyramids and like that was a big wow. deal. There was okay. like a live stream of that that I remember being like, well, I guess I have to watch this because <laughs> <laughs> we talk about them so much. Okay, let's just, I'm just going to go through these yeah, in the order let's, that let's I found do. them. So like, let me know what you think about these items. Um, so at first I looked on eBay and I was like, mm, these, yeah, kind of two standard. So I turned my sights towards Etsy, a little bit craftier. Mm. So the first thing we have here, <laughs> okay. it's a bit pricey. And this, you'll have to forgive me. This is in Canadian dollars, but we've got an original acrylic painting of flea for $588. 54 cents and it's on sale and it's a rare find and i guess it's sort of like stained glass style um yeah, yeah it is it is a stained oh. glass style painting and it looks like the seller has done all the rock legends not just flea but also yeah. prince bob dylan kurt cobain blondie even tyler <laughs> A uh, character that is just called Rock and Roll Nerd. <laughs> the Joker. Is the Joker in there? It's Elton John. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like Rock and Roll Nerd. Yeah. It's very weird. Sure. Um, yeah. I, it, I will say that you you could probably tell people it was David Letterman. <laughs> the oh, yeah. 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 I don't. Now I'm looking at all these and thinking like if I had to choose one. Yeah. If I had to, like, which uh, they're all, I don't, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the artist, but I, it's not for me. Um, so this is just one option, though. You don't have to commit right now to a yeah, purchase. Yeah, I mean, we can put it in the maybe pile. I might pay $588 for that. Should I add to basket just so so we secure it, you know? like Yeah, you don't want to lose out. <laughs> okay, I'll add to basket. Okay. So the next is, oh, wow. uh, this one's cheaper. It's only 58 cents. Um, and it's Little Red Hot Chili Peppers Charms Vegetable Jewelry. Better price. I don't, I don't know how, you know, legit this is as merch. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> you know. Yeah, this person could be a fan of the band or the chain restaurant Chili's. Yeah, mm. true. That's this, true. This could just be the Chili's logo in, in glass. It has five star reviews from over 1200 purchasers yeah yeah and so, you can you can select up to 22 of these if you want so that's amazing 58 nice cents gift. times nice 22 gift. yeah you could do earrings necklace little garland mm -hmm. these would be nice. a great gift for a wedding party i think <laughs> yeah great gift <laughs> little wine charms you could even dangle one from your cat's collar that would be fun <laughs> what's um, next jessica okay I don't even know. I don't remember. Um, okay, of course. <laughs> these are good. We've got $71. Yeah, these are good. Red Hot Chili Peppers Vintage Tour poster print leggings for women. Come on. Because I'd, they're unisex. I'd, yeah. yeah, I would say these are unisex for sure. They're leggings. I think these, these would complement the uh, gentleman's package nicely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Very or David Lee Roth. If you don't want to be so bold, you could just wear a, lar a long tunic over it. Sure. <laughs> um, so this, it says it's vintage. Okay, it looks like from their tour with Nirvana and Pearl Jam. Classic. Great Love lineup. Them. Love Great them. lineup. And it's like sort of a, a demon looking character. Mm. Maybe like vaguely Japanese monster inspired. 
But so yeah, seventy one dollars. That's a pretty. It's a pretty good deal. I think those would be those would be fun. Okay, I'm just so far. This is my basket. favorite, Jordan. Okay. Okay. Then we got this. <laughs> um, we got this, and this is Red Hot Chili Peppers wall art print. So it's just some art, and it's two peppers uh, covered in tattoos. One has a base, one has a mouth with a mustache, and it's as if the little green stem also has like a shaggy bad haircut so it's anthony kiedis and fully as peppers mm. oh, okay with mm. i'm assuming some of their signature tattoos i don't know them well enough to know their yes. tattoos yeah one of the tats i would say is tribal yeah. which tracks to me that those guys would have mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for sure it's just like really like sort of like a nexus of things I hate in one image. <laughs> There's a yeah. lot of negative space in this thing too. Yeah. And not and not in a in a, in a pleasing way, I don't think. It just it I don't know. It and why just the two members? I guess they're the two most famous members, yeah. but uh you know, do the whole band, right? If you're if you're doing this. Yeah, it's going to cost you 70 more dollars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. This is so this is 1940 canadian if you want to purchase i love how they also will post like a photoshopped image of what this might look like in your space and so we've Mm -hmm. got like a (laughs) yeah what this would look like in a we work yeah like in a very nondescript sort of like faux mid-century modern minimalist space yeah i mean it works perfectly with the eames reproduction yeah (laughs) um What's, what's the, is this the last one we're doing now? Okay, we yeah, we got the last one. The fifth and last one is coming up now. Uh, yet another piece of art. I know you're a big art lover, so I mm. thought you might like this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is Anthony Kiedis from Red Hot Chili Peppers' original painting, 11 by 16, for 32 34 Canadian. So it says it's a painting, but to me that looks clearly per- pencil. That's yeah, yeah. That is graphite for sure. It's very good. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. I would I would cut characterize it as good, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> we got some close-ups here. This is for sure. Like if this was in my grade eight art class, like this would be going up on the wall. This would be like, whoa, how do you do pupils so realistically? It's really good. I mean Tough. It's hard. So Jordan, what are you going to buy if you were going to buy something? If I was going to buy something, I mean, the leggings are fun. I don't, I don't know if they're me, but I mean, (laughs) you know, I think we're all kind of venturing out into an unknown. Yeah. An unknown. Yeah. Yeah. Who are we really? Who are we? And maybe, maybe in this new world that we'll be in, (laughs) I am loud print leggings guy <laughs> yeah i, I don't them. know maybe this is a sign that i need to switch things up yeah, i need it. to have fun leggings uh maybe i have a top knot maybe, maybe you have a thigh gap like maybe this model. i have a yes yeah. a photoshopped thigh gap <laughs> wow 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 so, let me just ask before i hit purchase um right. do you have any strong feelings about the band's nirvana or pearl jam uh, you know, not a, not a huge, not a huge, huge fan of either. I, I recognize their influence in okay. music. Certainly. I recognize that they were very influential. So it would just be leggings of a poster of a three band bill that you're just completely eh about. <laughs> I know the hits, but, yeah. uh, yeah. Well, this has been great. I think this that, has been yeah. great. 
Well, I, let me be the first to thank you uh, for, you know, um, injecting some money back into the arts scene. Yeah. Again, I love the arts. And uh, yeah, maybe I'll just like post some pictures of me in the <laughs> leggings uh, on my OnlyFans. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. And again, the money just keeps recirculating. The economy, yeah. it's starting yeah. again. Rebuilding. Yeah. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. I'm going to stop sharing now. Great. Let's go on to our next segment. Okay. <laughs> Jordan, if you were a demon, what kind of demon would you be? Oh, yeah. Speaking of demons. Yeah. Um, you know, I think going back to our previous conversation, I think I would be a demon who asks you how you are and <laughs> wants to hear the answer. Aww. And wants to hear, and wants to get into it. Like, you know, oh. it's a demon who's not just waiting for their turn to talk. Oh. Oh. That listens and that like gets gets energy from other people, you know. Is like, demon seeing anybody? Yeah, <laughs> uh, this, this things are just so crazy for this demon right now, <laughs> and with everything going on, and yeah, you just can't really be in anything right now. But he's here for you, like if you ever want to talk. But if you ever want to talk, like he really <laughs> cares about. You know, how you're doing, active listener to like, yeah. Not just how you're doing, but also how you're feeling and how are you? How are (laughs) you? (laughs) And when you're talking about a challenge, the demon says, that sounds really tough. Yeah. I'm sure that, I'm sure that's really tough. Oh, I love that demon. I think I've met this demon because I think... Earlier in the pandemic, Jay and I watched all of The O.C. because we had never seen it before. And it was like, perfect for the headspace that we were in. Um, and I think it was The O.C. It was either The O.C. or Gossip Girl. We watched them back to back. But there's one scene where a total minor character is listening to one of the main characters complain about something. And she just goes, I'm sorry, girl, that blows. <laughs> and now that's just like a common reaction we have around the apartment. It's just like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry girl. girl that, blows. that blows. I love it. <laughs> Jessica, if you were a demon, what kind of demon would you be? I thought long and hard about this. Um, and I thought so hard that I got floppy. So I'm going to be a floppy disk dick demon. Oh, mm. so just the dick is a floppy disk? Yes, that is correct. The butt is I guess like a, a a disc slot or like maybe like a zip drive zip disc. So he has to put his dick in his own butt. No, but like if uh, there are others like me, right? Uh, oh, yes, okay, sure. and compatible lock like, and key. Yeah, and then like I don't know, maybe my tongue is like a mini disc. Um, my eyes are 
stats. I don't know. So you're just a demon made of like outdated formats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe you have a laser disc slot somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. In a really weird spot. Like mm-hmm. my belly button is like a long, <laughs> long wide. Sure. Yeah. Okay. It's just horrific. I'm just like, you don't have the right dongles to attach. And mm. Dongles. A story of my life. Yeah. All the wrong dongles. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's your memoir. Yeah. For dongles in all the wrong places. That's me and Jimmy Buffett's duet. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, so good. Um, yeah, I didn't really think this one through. I just sort of free associated and was like floppy disk dick. Um, yeah, you me. gotta just That's riff it me. out. Uh, what about you, Alicia? What kind of demon? Uh, I'd be like a ghost demon. That whenever you're finished making a cup of tea and you go to put your tea bag into the compost bin, it misses and gets black tea all over Mm. your counters. And you're just constantly wiping up black tea. And it takes away the joy of having a cup of tea. And that's my thing. I take away the joy of just having a simple cup of tea. So you're the ghost who's just like batting away the tea bag, blocking it. Yeah. Okay, so it's almost like you're like a defensive uh, sports demon. <laughs> yeah, we got there. We got there. <laughs> I know sports. I get it. I'm always like, let's not talk about sports on this podcast, please. Oh, my God. I'm not. And also video games. I'm like, I don't know what anyone's talking about. All right. So our next <laughs> second to last segment is and what's one of our favorites is Jordan. What? Like you're going to go into outer space You're on a space mission on a spaceship and all the food that you would normally eat is already there for you but you get to bring a special treat something just for you to enjoy unless you Mm. want to share it sharing is optional we've got space food already like there's like the dehydrated ice cream and everything pouches but you like you get a special treat i think i'm going a blue cheese dip or dressing okay yeah Uh, you know it's uh it's it's a condiment that I it's kind of a recent thing that I'm into <laughs> and I'm you know I'm I'm into it hard I'm a, I'm I'm a, a recent convert and you know like someone who finds religion late in life I'm, I'm a real <laughs> zealot about it wow. uh, I just you know I just love it I love it I love a little dunk I love it on a salad <laughs> Uh, whatever you got. So I yeah. think that, you know, I imagine space food is bland. Yeah. Um, that it's probably, you know, nutrition first, tastes, you know, fifth. Yeah. You want to taste, make it taste forward. You want to bring it mm. into the light. I just love taste. Tangy. I'm a big fan of flavors. I'm just a huge <laughs> flavor guy. And um, how are you? <laughs> mm, very into flavors. Thank you. <laughs> Jordan, I have a quick question as a person who uh, who is allergic to blue cheese, but knows it to be delicious because that's how I found out I can't eat it. Oh, girl, that blows. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Um, Did I say it right? Yeah. Do you have a favorite brand? Oh, you know, there's a uh, there's a just supermarket brand called Ken's Ken's salad dressing. <laughs> Ken's uh, Ken, <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, they do great salad dressings, and their blue cheese is awesome. I mean, I think uh, you know you could. There's obviously when you go to like a Whole Foods or something, there's a you know some sort of uh, a small batch organic one you can buy that's probably very good. But if you're just doesn't mean it's it, better. Doesn't mean no, it's better. No, yeah, I mean it's. It's probably very tasty. Ken's is it's it's in just about every grocery store, at least down here. And uh, for the for the price and the accessibility, uh, <laughs> you you can do no better. 
Try cans. Something to look forward to after the pandemic. It's my yeah. first stop. First stop at American grocery store. Discount code nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Jessica, what would you bring into space? I would bring just like a tube sock full of Tobiko. Well, that's going to be very difficult because Tobiko is basically tiny balls. <laughs> yeah, tiny, that's going to be spheres. a real wet sock. Yeah, well, I like to just like keep it organized. But yeah, I'm counting on it getting loose and just gumming up the equipment. And like, we're going to... You're going to get in so much trouble. We're going to, yeah, perish most Maybe I don't know what Tobiko is. Tobiko, it's like a... Uh, fish I think row. it's flying fish row. It's okay. like the little orange. It's like this color orange. It's like really bright. So I don't, gotcha. For the listener, I'm holding up a bright orange pen. Mm. Um, and it's sort of like trans transparent. It's on sushi. Yeah, it's on the top of a, a lot of sushi rolls. Uh, I am the weirdo who likes to get the like individual sushi that's just a whole whack of Tobiko. Because I just, it's like bubble wrap for your mouth. I love it. Hmm. Yeah, it is fun. It's a fun texture. It is. I don't think Alicia likes it. <laughs> I like a little bit of it for sure. But something about, because I've had that sushi and I realized in the moment that it wasn't for me. Mm. Um, but it is good. It's absolutely good. Just something about visualizing that particular sushi made me feel a bit queasy. There's also like some restaurants here will do it with a raw quail egg on top of it, which is okay. just like, whoo, a symphony of textures in your hmm. mouth. It's just like big egg on little eggs. It's just mm. like, it's, yeah, it's a, a Bird massacre. On fish. Yeah. <laughs> it's like all, all the, all the elements combined, but yeah, I just, I'm a fan. I know it's weird and, and it's, it's strange. I like a weird okay. treats. It's uh, your treat. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm taking into space and I'm definitely going to get uh, kicked out of the airlock for sure for just ruining <laughs> it for everyone. How about you? Tater tots. Oh, yeah. Tater tots. Crispy, crunchy tater tots. You're sneaking a little potato business in here. I love it. Mm -hmm. And another tea alliteration. Yeah. Yeah. There used to be when I worked on Granville Island, there's still a great Mexican restaurant actually in the food court there. And in their taco salad, when they'd make it for me because I couldn't have the taco shell, they'd put it all of the taco salad on tater tots for me. Whoa. Yeah. It was so good. Um, so that's what I would bring into space. Nice. Cool. Yeah. I just realized that like when people who are not from Vancouver listen to the podcast and we talk about Granville Island, they probably are envisioning like you working on an island, mm -hmm. whereas Granville Island is just like underneath a bridge a man-made yeah. uh, it's still beautiful government-funded tourist zone from like the Love 70s it. 80s yeah it's just i was just imagining someone thinking of like a cute little island it's it's great i love granville island but it's not really an island i believe it used to be like for boats and stuff maybe partially a garbage dump as well and they built on top of it anyways i love it there this brings <laughs> us to our last segment oh yeah Jordan, when was the last time you used a microwave? The last time you used a microwave? Uh, this morning. I, what? Uh, I know. I, uh, I have 
been, uh, uh, you know, trying to eat healthier the past year or so. And a big part of that is instant oatmeal, the world's boringest breakfast that makes you the most full. Um, Yeah, so I do a lot of instant oatmeal. Was not a big microwave user before... Yeah, but um, you know, it's uh it's it's become a big big part of my life and I microwave a little little oatmeal most mornings and uh yeah, so it's I me and my me and my Kenmore are inseparable <laughs> these days. Now, is this a blue cheese oatmeal we're talking about? Oh. Ooh, no, but I think savory oatmeal is a, it's a thing. thing and maybe I should experiment with it yeah. and maybe there is a blue cheese oatmeal that yeah, what else could I put in there? Sitar? I, would, I don't know. Ooh. I think maybe some corn. Corn, would be nice. corn, oatmeal, blue cheese. Yeah, this is all sounding really so good. Maybe some like roasted peppers. I was gonna sure. say yeah. like throw some tahini in there. Yeah, with the blue cheese. Yeah, why not? I don't know. Sure, stir it all around. Yeah. Okay. Put your face uh, in. Who cares? What do you normally <laughs> put on your oatmeal in the morning? Uh, yeah, so I'll do a little cinnamon, a little honey. Uh, I've started a little scoop of almond butter. That's fun. If you're That's looking for something best. a little more satisfying, which <laughs> mm-hmm. I usually am, love <laughs> to be satisfied. That's something fun about me is Not I love. Me. N- yeah. No. <laughs> you love <laughs> wanting and needing additional uh, yeah. things. I get that. I love feeling like someone's holding out on me. <laughs> sure. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, a little almond butter, a little fruit. And uh, yeah, you got yourself a, a nice breakfast. A little boring, but um, you but know. It, it's good. I love like yeah. just knowing what you're going to have for breakfast. It really makes life easier. Yeah. Well, Jessica doesn't have a microwave and I use my microwave today to heat up some chili. So that's that. Anyways, it's time for Peppo of the Week. Jordan, who's your Peppo of the Week? My Peppo of the Week, um, you know, I do have a, have a cat that has been a great Peppo. She had to move and she did a great job with the move. She's doing so good in the new place. Very proud of her. What a puppo. <laughs> but I did have a new puppo this week. And oh. it's, it's been, you know, speaking of moving, uh, something fun is getting to know the local outdoor cats. Yeah. Um, and there is a really good one that's kind of coming around my complex. He's an, a, like a wise old guy. He's got the like king of the neighborhood vibe, you know, kind of like a wise old troll that's seen it all. <laughs> Um, he's orange. I named him Julius. I gave him a little bit of food. He let me pet him a little bit, which is like easily the like soonest I've ever gotten a pet in with an outdoor cat. Um, so we're off to a great start. Um, yeah. So I think, uh, uh, Julius, the orange outdoor cat, uh, Puppo of the week. Amazing. So great. Wow. Love it. Uh, Jessica, who's your Puppo? That's like weirdly similar to my Puppo of the week this week. Uh, also an outdoor Well, do a cat. new one then. Come up with a new one. <laughs> <laughs> Don't copy yeah. mine. Well, okay. I do have a few. Um, it's today. The day that we're recording um, is my friend Emma's birthday. Happy birthday, Emma. This will be coming out way after your birthday, but whatever. Um, and her partner, Evan, had this really good idea for her birthday to make a zine and have like a bunch of her friends contribute like a page to the zine. And then he like put it all together and printed it up. Um, so she got it today and my contribution to the zine was just like a page of like neighborhood cats like good neighborhood cats and it originally was going to be like a top 10 but then I was like I don't want to rate them but I did just pick 10 
and I called it, I titled it Cats About Town. Um, and so many of these cats have been Peppa of the week before, but it was really fun to just actually like find photos of them. And I tried to pick like the least flattering photos of them possible and like put a little bio beside them. And of the 10, I know, I know eight of their names, but two of them I've made up. But so as I was compiling this, you know, there was several cats who didn't make the top 10. And I was like, I feel bad not including this cat. And Jay was just like, it's okay. We don't really know that cat. So there's this one cat named Mango, who is a large orange cat, most likely male, because I guess like 80% of orange cats are guys. Um, but yeah, I, I wasn't aware either. Um, but normally he's just like not very interested. And he's, you know, he's a block away from where we live. And there's a really great cat in between named Rico, who's a big egg shaped tuxedo cat who we love. And he's just like so mellow. He loves to be held like a baby. And so we're usually like, oh, well, Mango's doing his own thing. But this past week, after I finalized the top 10 cats about town, I have just been having this love affair with Mango. He's like Hmm. fully come around. I think I visited him three times in one day because I was out and about running errands. And just every time I'd be like, hey, Mango. And he'd just come running up. And I love him. He's just he's the cutest. He sounds great. Yeah. And like Jay, oh, we, um, I found like a a cherry blossom branch that had fallen off and was on the ground. And so I was carrying it around, brought it home and put it in some water. But before I did, I like held it out to mango to sniff and he leaned in and was like getting a really good sniff in. And Jay took some photos and it's the cutest thing you've ever seen. Um, and then my other pup of the week is former guest. Lori Wolliver, because her book that just came out is the New York Times number one bestseller right now. And I'm very proud of her. And I would be mailing her some chocolate and candy. But right now she said she's trying to not eat so much candy. So I respect that as well. But I need to find another way to show my pride for my friends other than candy, I guess. What about you, Alicia? My pup of the week is Hank. He just woke up from a really long nap. He always just wakes up to growl at Olive next door, the golden retriever he doesn't like. Many times a day, he growls at Olive. Olive has no idea, doesn't care at all, tries to be his friend every single time she sees Hank. So Olive is also a puppo. Does he only growl when he's inside or if they like encounter each other in the hallway or outside, does he also growl? Hallway is the worst. Okay. And outside, he can run hot and cold. Interesting. Yeah, if Olive is letting him smell her and not moving, that's his favorite. And if she moves, he growls at her and barks at her and lunges at her. (laughs) Wow, that's like very specific rules he's got. Is he, is it, is it something about that particular dog or is he, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, one thing I've learned in the past little while is that Hank is definitely more nervous and more scared of bigger dogs. But he has, like, new dog friends. Like, he has a friend that he plays with named Posey, and they've been playing a lot. And he's, I think it's just a little dog, big dog thing because he's really, really, really gentle with her and very calm. So it's a whole new world for a Hank. A whole new yeah. world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's just good, like... But uh, when Olive is not, when I'm not with Hank and I get to pet Olive, it's really fun because she's just a wiggly puppy. She's still like only 10 months old. So Ah. yeah, and she's really soft and really sweet. Amazing. Hank, yeah, can fuck off. 
<laughs> What's your deal, Hank? What's your fucking glitch, dude? Yeah. This is, yeah. Oh, Hank seems like such a sweetie. He's such a great dog, and he's got his, a really big personality, and I just encouraged it, so it's a bit of a nightmare sometimes, but I love him to death. We love we love animals on this podcast. Oh my gosh. It's just like an embarrassment of Papo Riches right now. Like with, <laughs> the, with the geese, like Yeah, the, the geese are back in town. The oh, geese are back in town. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, it's like they sit on my front doorstep. Like I can't open the door without disturbing them and I'm just like, I am so sorry. <laughs> and like they're obviously shitting there every day and I guess my building manager has to clean up the shit. Which, quite frankly, I love because it's like she has a pet goose now. <laughs> my part of town, uh, my new part of town has wild peacocks. I've seen wild peacocks <gasps> oh, wow. out on my runs a couple times. Just like big families of them walking around. It is very That's strange. So cool. Yeah. Do they make the best noises ever? I have not heard them making the noises. I've, I guess. Have you thrown something at them? <laughs> I should. I should throw change and rocks. I should start pelting them with things they as opposed it. to just admiring their majesty. <laughs> they're pretty um, big. Yeah, huge. they're huge. They are kind of big and they're a little bit intimidating. And yeah. there's definitely, they travel in these packs. Uh, yeah, and the other people in, in my area seemed very not, very not phased by them, but I, I'm like, Look, wow, it's like we're <laughs> in a rich person's yard. Yeah. Yeah. And we're about to be hunted for sport. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. Yeah, this is a <laughs> uh, it's most dangerous game situation. Looking over your shoulder being like, has the mm-hmm. game, is the game afoot? Right. Um, yeah. I, my grandmother used to live in Victoria on Vancouver Island near this beautiful large park that had a petting zoo that would allow the peacocks there to just sort of like free range. And so sometimes in the morning you'd wake up and there'd just be a peacock in her front yard and you'd just be like, how is this real? Like it Hmm. feels like we're in some sort of like fantasy world, but I love the sound they make. It's like such a mournful, loud call. And I try and imitate it and it's uh, not quite, but it's like, (laughs) it's sort of like that or like, like it's just like, (laughs) it seems so sad. Hmm. You froze. My screen froze when you were doing that, and it oh. was perfect timing. Perfect. It was like the noise made my computer freeze. Yeah, it was too beautiful, too mournful and sad. Well, speaking of mournful and sad, this is the end of this episode. And mm. Jordan, it's been such a pleasure having you on the podcast. Thank you. This has been a blast. Yeah. If people want to find you, if they want to listen to your podcast, they want to maybe read something you may have currently wrote that's coming out really soon. Yes, sure. I'll talk about that. Uh, well, this is something that um, I did with past guest uh, Tony Cliff. Um, we, uh, along with uh, a great comedy writer named Sarah Morgan and a great colorist named Natalie Reese, uh, we all made a graphic novel that is coming out um, July 13th that is available for pre-order. It is called Bubble. It is a sci-fi comedy about some uh, goofy friends who have to survive a future dystopia where the gig economy is trying to kill them. Uh, <laughs> there's monsters and sex jokes and uh, gore and robots. And Sarah and I, who wrote the script, are you know both like 
come from late night comedy. So there's uh, tons of jokes and Tony's art is just so beautiful and he's so great with action. So all the like action scenes are so like swashbuckling and uh, yeah, Natalie's colors are beautiful. So it definitely looks cool and all the like alien world seems so strange and cool and trippy and psychedelic. And yeah, it, it was so fun. I've, uh, I've, I've just been a comics reader all my life and getting to make one was just like such an awesome thrill. Um, it's based on a scripted podcast from 2018, uh, that we made, uh, you, uh, if you've listened to it, hopefully it's a fun supplement, but if you haven't listened to it, you can still pick up the book and enjoy it. Um, yeah, it comes out July 13th, but would, would love for people to, pre-order it pre-order it pre-orders are so important for books pre-order bubble yeah yeah it's um it's wherever wherever you uh get your books uh your amazons your barnes and nobles but uh maybe maybe the best way to do it is to give your local indie bookstore a call they'll they'll pre-order it up for you and we're we're working on some fun bonus stuff for people who pre-order so um if you like bonus stuff um get those pre-orders in yeah, love it. I went to Tony's website and saw like the little preview of the first few pages, and it looks so good. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, uh, that compliment about the look was for Tony, but um, I will <laughs> <laughs> accept it on his behalf. It looks and reads good too. Oh, oh, well, yes, uh, <laughs> the words I, look good. Ah, <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, no, Tony. God, Tony is such a great guy. I've been like such a fan of his for years, and getting to like work with him on something was like just a thrill of a lifetime. He was. So yeah. fun, and he's such a good, he's such a great like he was such a great helper to me and Sarah who had not done comics before, and he's he was such a nice, patient teacher who added so much to everything. Uh, what a guy! Yeah, that's I'm so glad that's like the meeting of the the two cool people. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the meeting of the cools. Yeah, there's a better way to say that, but I don't know how to use my brain and We're or all my cool. mouth. We all met. We're all cool. We all love comics. I'm so excited. I'm going to pre-order it. Ah, shucks. Thanks. That's 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 great. That's nice of you. Thank you. And everybody, yeah, to every and, and yeah, like Alicia said, if if people, it, it's a weird thing I didn't know before. This process was like pre-orders are important. It's not something I ever did with books, but I've I have started, and uh, yeah. it's a lot of fun. And it's always yeah, it's just great. nice to have something to look forward to, like knowing. Knowing that, you know, you'll get that call from the bookstore or whatever, being like, your book's in. And you're like, oh, I have a thing to do today. <laughs> it's a treat you can give yourself. Uh, the f- your future self gets yeah, a little treat like, because of something you're doing now. Yeah. Treat yourself. And if people want to listen to you on various other formats, podcasts, for example. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I host a podcast called uh, Jordan, Jesse Go, or co-host, I should say. I co-host that with Jesse Thorne, and it's a it's a chat show uh, like like this one, but uh, with fewer segments. And uh, <laughs> Alicia's been on. She was uh, she was very funny. We had a we had a great chat uh, when she was on, and uh, yeah, we just kind of goof around for a couple hours every week. Jordan, Jesse Go, it's That's it's great. around. Yeah. And a classic. Yeah. Iconic. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Pioneers we are. One of the trailblazers. Very brave. Pillars of the the temple of podcasting. Yes, it would all yeah. crumble without us. If there was yeah. If there's a like a Mount Rushmore of podcast faces. Yeah. Yeah, Joe Rogan. Joe yeah. Rogan, of course, biggest face. And I feel like smaller. you and Jesse. I feel like it wouldn't be faces though. It would be like butts. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like a bunch of fart jokes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. 
my kind of way to, to face a mountain. Yeah. <laughs> um, Alicia, what about you? If people want to buy your book, uh, just buy it. It's called a serial assassin. Um, yeah, go ahead and buy the book. Follow me on Twitter if you like. Um, but you know, like whatever, do whatever you want to do. How about you, Jessica? <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I think this is coming out the week that there's a Bandcamp Friday. So I think mm-hmm. that's May 7th. Um, so Bandcamp Friday is great. Uh, Bandcamp waives all their fees. So anything you buy on Bandcamp goes directly to the artists and the musicians and everything who are not making a lot of money these days. Um, so if you want to check out any of the stuff that I have done, you can do that. Uh, Energy Slime, Auto Syndicate. Jay Arner. If you want something that sounds uh, like the Vango Boys, check out Auto Syndicate, Bongo Dance. Yeah, that's that's all I got to plug for now. I mean, right. there's our Patreon and our Big Cartel. Those are always there. There's stuff. There's merch. If you want to treat yourself, treats. You deserve treats. treats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you've Y'all done so treats. good. You've done yeah. so good lately. You were yeah. so good with the move. <laughs> You're all little cats. All little cats. You deserve tiny tubs. Yeah. Podcast merch, comic books. Yeah. Sounds great. I mean, that sounds like something I would love to read a comic book in a tiny tub. <laughs> that, I mean, luxury, right? Yeah. I yeah. Mean, I'd be come on. too scared to like get it all, uh, you know, ripply if I got it wet or damp, you know? Yeah. That's a, like that's. An, it's a risk. A, a nice thing. Like I would take a magazine in there maybe. Sure. But like not like a nice, a nice comic book with nice like colors and stuff. Um, but that's just me because I'm a big weirdo when it comes to books. Don't like to break a spine. Mm, sure. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to put an end to this. Um, <laughs> it has break been, my spine. I'm not going to break your spine. Um, but I am going to not let you drop a comic book in the tub tonight. Uh, Jordan, it has been so wonderful to see you. Please come back anytime. You're yes. always welcome. Yeah, I, I know that you, your dance card's usually quite full, but <laughs> if you ever see an empty spot and you want to complain about a retail situation, we would love to have you back. Thank you. Um, Jessica, thanks for everything. You're the best. Uh, to our listeners, we love you. Uh, yeah, please take good care out there. Stay safe and be cool. <laughs> mm-hmm.